we deserved a little time off after the marathon sprint that were our previous two episodes. (laughs) They had the mind flare. You're like, yeah, they brought the mind flare back. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, are you? another block down the road you (laughs) son of a bitch (laughs) but wonderful game warhammer 40k chaos gate demon hunters (laughs) can you fit any more words there He responded right away too he must be ready after his long break it's it's like it's amazing he knows what he's doing still (laughs) he must have had himself a nice bender now he's ready to get back to it (laughs) <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Retro Reds Retro Gaming Podcast. Uh, it has been quite a while. Uh, it's episode 88, and I am Al. I'm Nick. Yeah, it's been nuts. Um, uh, there's a lot of, there was a lot of stuff going on in my personal life. Um, many of, you know, close friends and people in the community are aware my mom passed away uh, unexpectedly uh, in early April, which sucked. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've got really awesome family um, and awesome friends and a good support system. But um, so obviously up until now, I just hadn't really, you know, between being there for my kids and and my family, it just, you know, this hasn't been on my mind. But uh, I still miss it. With. It's a lot to deal with. And but then also, you know, I kind of realized last week, too, like this is a big part of fun in life for me. You know, it's just us having our usual work lunch break like we used to. Mm-hmm. And, and I definitely missed it. And really, it, we deserved a little time off after the marathon sprint that were our previous two episodes. <laughs> right. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> um, yeah, if you all remember our previous episode... Uh, we finally got the big get that we'd been dreaming of forever. Uh, we had a beautiful hour-long chat with Richard Garriott. How fucking fun was Richard? <laughs> yeah, that was that was an awesome interview. It was, it was so fun to do, and it, like the hour just flew by. But is it like yeah, we, I felt like we we were able to get most of everything that we wanted in. Pretty much everything. Like I went through the sheet afterwards. I'm like, I cannot believe we got through all that. I mean, hold on, beer time. Um, <laughs> beer clock. I, I, there were things I would have loved to have gone into a little deeper, um, mainly around like the EA acquisition. Mm. It would be, it would have been interesting to hear his thoughts on that. However, I think we were all having so much fun, uh, Richard included when he realized that you and I were also very big fans of his explorer career Oh yeah, and <laughs> adventure career. And, um, for those you know, who tuned in, I think it was like the week before we recorded with Richard was when they found the endurance, uh, Shackleton mm, ship. Mm-hmm. And then Richard lets us in on the, the bummer of a secret that he was like next in line to go on that ship that found it. But because of COVID, he was like, they allowed 12 and he was number 13. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like missed it by that much. And we definitely felt for him because, like, he he went into it for a little bit. But, like, that was his hero. Like, Ernest Shackleton is his hero. He had a model of the endurance on his desk. He was, you know, telling us as he pulls it down. But that was fun. And then literally two days before we talked to Richard, we had a two-hour sit-down amazing hangout with David Holm. Indeed. Uh, uh, the guy that played Don in Phantasmagoria. Uh, my God, that guy could not have been nicer. 
like, you know, it's it's so funny. Like, I always, you know, I always call people like brother, a friend, and like he's kept in touch. I get texts from him. He's like, dude, check out the review of my book. He's like, I got. <laughs> And he's, like, so happy he did the show. Like, I appreciate anyone that listened and went out and actually bought his book, Awake I Dream, because uh, he, he messaged us, well, messaged me right away, and he's like, dude, I just sold 40 copies of my book. And I was like, you know what? Awesome! Like, that's really cool. So, who you know, whoever listened and checked that out, you know, I really appreciate it. Like, David was so thrilled, um, you know, and just, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with David. And uh, he keeps in touch. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Richard, understandably, haven't heard from him since. <laughs> yeah, he's quite busy, I'm sure. He was like leaving right to another interview yeah, too after he like, finished up with us. Yeah, it was pretty wild. That was fun. That was fun. I could definitely feel like we're definitely on a time crunch here. We got to make sure we end it this yeah, hour. Like, we'll go. <laughs> oh man, that was great though. That was definitely a highlight of our our podcast adventure so far. Mm-hmm. Great times. But uh, what have you been up to, man? And then I get to really get into all the gaming and stuff I've done over the past two months. Oh, right. That was that was a good thing about bereavement time. Holy fuck, that I game the shit out of myself. <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, I'd say it's been a busy month, a lot of, a lot of work for me, but I, at least I had a little reprieve, able to go up to PAX Boston, PAX East. Oh, yes. I missed it this year. I was actually going to go... Uh, even to a, a work function uh, in early June up to Boston mm. uh, in Cam- Cambridge to our office. But um, uh, with Abby still unvaccinated, I, I just can't do it. Like I, I told my boss, uh, like everybody's mm. cool with it, but I just, until they get that below five vaccine, like, oh, yeah, I just can't do it. But yeah, I missed you all at PAX this year. It looked like a blast too when you and Kyle got there, what, that Thursday and it was like empty. Oh, 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 oh yeah, that was the thing. Walking in Thursday morning, it, it was, really uncanny and and like we knew it would be a very toned down pax um it's actually bigger than i thought because you know i had seen things from like uh uh pax west uh who was it that would have been last year i guess where it yeah. was like abysmally small and yeah, to be you fair i mean it was right, right in the middle of things and i think the yeah. vaccine had just started to roll out but it was just like it was just, it was just way way too early for you know anyone to really want to do anything yeah there. Um, this one, though, like tons of indie, indie people there, um, in terms of game, indie games, I should say. <clears throat> yeah, that's um, what Kyle said. He said it was just, you know, rich, rich oh, yeah. with indie stuff. I mean, you, you remember, you know, two years ago in 2020, where they had like a section in the middle, which was the indie set, you know, the, uh, yeah, that was fantastic. The, yeah. It was like, uh, PAX Discovery or I forget what they call it, but basically right. that, that was still there, but then like every other aisle around that was just more indie titles because none of the big three obviously showed up. Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo. It's have been awesome though. It actually was. Cause it, cause again, coming in, it was like, it, I don't want to say it was eerily quiet. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like, you know, <laughs> you could hear a mouse fart type of thing, but it was hi, noticeable hi, that, hi, hi. That, that you could walk in and were like, it's not as noisy as it usually is. And usually more in the sense of like, you know, the, the, you know, like thumping mob noise, mob, yeah, yeah, mob, mob, well, mob noise slash booth noise, you know, slash all this. Slash, stuff the other. Yeah. Microsoft demoing mixer and an entire <laughs> crowd of ravers cheering. <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> that wasn't there like through most of like Thursday, Friday, like once you got, once we got into Saturday, it, like you start to get at least you know, kind of that roar of the crowd, you know, cause right. that's obviously when it's, you know, the most crowded. 
but yeah, it was, it was just like, it was, it was very different. It was a lot more, you know, yeah, I say intimate, uh, mm-hmm. uh packs. And it was actually quite nice because you know, again, uh, it was still a masked, uh, uh, enforced event. Okay. And okay. because it was a little quieter, we actually could hear each other. Cause like one of the things we were thinking is like, man, we're going to be yelling at each other just to like hear anything. Oh yeah. I remember. But you actually could have a conversation with your mask on. And like, we actually, you know, walked up like, you know, several booze and like the developers would come out. It's like, Oh yeah, we, we, we you know, it's like, this is our game. Oh. And, you know, that's the, and the other. That's um, my favorite part about PAX, man. Oh yeah. It's hanging great. out with the indie devs. I think we're next. Time. We, we got to. Uh, I, I was. I was like thinking about like a day before. I'm like, oh man, this would be a great idea. But we got to get some business cards or something that we can, you know, hand out. Just thinking that. I was yeah. just thinking that. Yeah. Well, next like, year. Sorry. Go ahead. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like next year. Next. Next thing we go to, you try and you try and get some some business cards for the retro rents, and that way we can. Oh yeah. Hand them out and. And uh, you know, you know, maybe even set up interviews. I didn't want to do this round. Yeah. You know, the thing is, like, this entire PAX had a very you know, odd theme, I guess, Un- unofficial <laughs> theme. I would say is that almost everyone we had talked to or wanted to talk to us, you know, you know, and, and just like, oh yeah, we, you know, it's like we got this game, blah blah blah, and like there's uh, there's one where actually we're talking like to the. Uh, lead lead creator and they were had like several titles and origin and she's like yeah we got several things in the work and and i can't talk about it right now but soon no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like great and it happened it, it, but it happened continually like it, even at the gear there's the the gearbox uh man which is like that would be like the big tent pole like and we went to it and, you know it's like okay we need some sit down time this would be perfect and it was also our way to kind of gauge like how crowded is this show going to be because it was thursday yeah. But the Gearbox event is always like super crazy crowded. Yeah. And oh yeah. I, I'd say the the theater was only like half full. Uh, there wow. Was, there was plenty of room, and ne- you weren't, you know, never felt like you were you're smashed into things. So that was right. nice. Um, now, granted, they you know they've already released Tiny Tina, so that that would have been their big tentpole game. Like last time, I think oh. uh, was it twenty nineteen? They were announcing Borderlands three. So it's like, okay, yeah. What yeah. could they possibly really announce? And they had a few things. Uh, um. Uh, they teased uh, again, going back to the theme of like, it's coming soon, but we can't talk about it. Uh, <laughs> they did tease, uh, the collector's edition of Homeworld three. Uh, oh, that's right. You sent me a, yeah, a yeah. snap of that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But they said like, you know, but they didn't have any trailer to show. And, and basically, you know, Randy Pitchford's like, yeah, it's like, you know, this is coming soon. Look for like the trailer in the summer. And mm-hmm. you know we don't have any dates, and that again it's that, concerning. I mean, uh, that's probably not coming out this year. Then, uh, I would guess if it comes out, it's going to either be end of the holiday. year for the holidays or early. You know, I'd say maybe early next year. Because if they're finalizing the collector set, then it's got to be close. You know, it, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's got to be close to going gold. So that's interesting. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, it's just it was just kind of this, and and I I think it was because. You know, not that this is necessarily the first uh, event, obviously, but I think this is one of the big yes. major first event of this year, I should say. Yeah, uh, and I think it was one of the... I was going to say, yeah, I think this is kind of... And it hit at a weird time because because a lot of releases were delayed. We had, like, a lot of releases in, what was it, February or January. Mm-hmm. And we had, like, a, we're having, like, these batch of releases every other month. And then, like, the trailers for new shit's hitting at weird times. Like, one of the things I was going to ask you, but now that, you know, you had said none of the big three were really there, but I was really curious if uh, any of the Hogwarts Legacy Harry Potter people were there, because I think it was right before PAX, they finally dropped, like, a 
five to ten minute gameplay trailer, and I was like, holy fuck, this actually looks really, really good. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching it. They were not there. I don't know who who's developing that. Is that a major I, studio I or someone else? I can't remember. I'm mm. going to look that up right now. Okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, th- uh, they weren't there. Like uh, In terms of like major games... Uh, like that was Avalanche. Ones... Avalanche, okay. I don't think I've heard of them. Um, but like, yeah, major games, there was... Um, uh, uh, was it Baldur's Gate? Or is it Baldur's Gate? Is it Baldur's Gate? No, they, they, yeah, they weren't. No, it was Baldur's uh, Gate because you sent me a picture. You're yeah, like, yeah. huh? They had the mind flare. Yeah, you're yeah, like, the, you're yeah they brought the mind flare back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you're back here. It's like you again. Yeah. Uh, so they, obviously, this time they actually had consoles that you could play the current um, uh, early access because uh, it's an early access right now on Steam. Uh, yeah. So they actually had something that they could actually play. But then, again, nothing revealing. But they actually like, huh. brought back a lot of the stuff, you know, to their booth that they had, you know, back. It in was a fun booth. It was a fun booth. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and so that that was a big one. Oh, what was the other one? There was another one. Did you see any of our uh, our pals? I say our pals because they're our next big yet interview, mm-hmm. and I feel like we'll be we'll be friends with them at some point. They're my favorite publisher, man. Devolver Digital. Do we get any Devolver oh. weirdness? Uh, yes, there was a Devolver Digital uh, booth. Um, I, I we, we kind of stepped through it fairly fast. Nothing really jumped out at us uh, per se. Did um, they show off uh, Carrion Two? No, or... I, don't, I don't think I saw that there. No. Oh, never mind. Yeah, no, they okay. No, they teased that last year. Never mind. Oh, okay. I just want care. I just want Carrion too. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't realize there was going to be a two. Okay, now I have something to look forward to. Oh, um, they teased it. They teased it. I don't know uh, how okay. likely, but but uh, I want. but yeah. I mean, that was also kind of the the other half. Like nothing, you know. Although, albeit, it was awesome to see all these indie titles. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of you know very you know small games or you know kind of quick pick up put down games nothing mm-hmm. really jumped out of me is like ooh i really want to play that one that's going to mm-hmm. be you know the next valheim or you know new things jumped out at me um mm-hmm. v v rising which is actually going to hit early access really soon okay and it's a, a really interesting kind of Valheim survival looking game, but it's like Diablo ARPG with Ooh. base building, with base building, Ooh. and you're a vampire. Really? You gotta check this out. I hadn't heard of this until today. v I, okay. I, I watched some IGN trailers on it. It comes out next week on Early Access. I'm like, I gotta play this. This looks really good. Um, That one, one that's actually also coming out next week, and I'm 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 holding out hope because all of the hands-on previews have been really really good. Vampire: The Masquerade Swan Song, like hmm. an actual RPG in the Vampire: The Masquerade universe, modern day. Uh, three different characters from three different vampire casts, and there's like different skill trees, and it's like the vampire role-playing game is like con- some conversation based and then skill based, the masquerade and hunger. It looks. Awesome. It's not like it doesn't look like um oh Christ. Uh Blood uh uh whatever the I can't think of the name now. Vampire the Masquerade Blood uh, Travis he'll know Is it. it Bloodlines or Bloodlines, thank you. It's okay. not like a Bloodline style RPG where it's like it looks closer to a telltale game with a lot more interaction. Uh hmm. maybe 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 more like uh Detroit uh, become human, but even more so than that. There seems to be more interaction more choice in character building. So it looks good. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend everyone take a look at it. That hits next week. Mm. Uh, 
But the one thing that really stood out, Kyle wound up uh, reaching out to me. Uh, if if y'all didn't catch it, Nick and our, our old co-host, uh, Kyle, kind of went together and hung out uh, at PAX this year. Uh, Kyle went in my stead. No, he was going to go anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Kyle gets in touch with me. That new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game looks awesome. Oh my oh, yeah, god! He, that yeah, he did good. mention that. I, I wasn't able to get around to to seeing it, but he's he's like, yeah, it's just oh. like the old classic, you know, four player, you know, kind of building off of that legacy. The, it, it's that which looks amazing, and then right after PAX, they they announced like, um, I don't think it's the same game because I think what Kyle saw was new. Oh, but then okay. they they announced like a collector's. It's basically every TMNT game pretty much ever made in one package. Re like either remastered or re-released, right down from like the shitty Nintendo game to the actual arcade game, like an arcade file, then like uh Manhattan what is it, Manhattan Project, Manhattan Heist, or Hyperstone Heist, like it it looks awesome. Like it's just a re-release of like you said that classic four-player beat 'em up, mm -hmm. and um, it looks great. That that one definitely stood out to me. But to your point, I think that's all I can really remember from PAX that I kind of walked away with. Like wow. Um, so I don't. The only thing I feel like I missed out on was hanging with you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kyle, that, that, Kyle, I thought it being the, the better event because like we ended up hanging out and, and uh, like. I'm, I'm kind of hoping maybe in future packs that they have it this late because it was actually nice with the warmer yeah. weather. Um, oh, I anyone, bet. Anyone who's been to Boston knows that like Boston in early spring slash late winter is still bitter winter. cold. Yeah. It is still winter. <laughs> and Nick, that son of a bitch, makes you walk everywhere. Oh, it's just another block down the road, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, this this round we were like, oh, because you know, because we were able to actually see almost everything on Friday. Yeah. And, right. Yeah, you know, we went. Uh, you know, and we did a little bit more Friday morning, like the the you know uh, first half of Friday morning. We were like, you know what? Let, let's go out and tour Boston. So we went out and you know saw the U.S.'s Constitution. The, oh, uh, I'm so jealous. Sides, uh, it, that was uh, there in the port, and then we we decided like, oh, let's walk back to the hotel. Yeah. on the Feedem Trail, and, and you would have oh. basically brought us, you know, pretty close. The th the problem was we were on the like the last quarter of it, and like looking at the map, we, we were like following the red light. All you got to do is follow the, the brick trail. Yeah. And we ran into construction, and this bridge is like sh shooting at they the red line. <laughs> well, they shot the red line in two two directions. We're like, well, which way? We're like, oh, let's go to the right, <laughs> and, and so we Son follow. <laughs> we end up going to the end of it. We're like, we're at the end of bunker. <laughs> Hell, we're like, well, screw it. We're not walking another two miles. Let's call an Uber. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, Kyle, God love him. He was like, he goes, Al, you got to come next year. I need my beer buddy. We can go out and have some beers. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Because he doesn't get to go out much. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. was saying, he's like, I'm, you know, Kyle and I are boys. And we're, I'd say, out of our crowd of friends, we're the main two that'll go and, and crack a few beers. And, um, he was like, man, it's like, you got to come next year. We can hang out, have some beers. We're, we're talking about maybe bringing the families. And I'm all about that. But I, I said, like, we still got to do boys night out. Like, three of us go out and get some. Uh, I, I'm sure that wonderful Chinese and sushi place is not there anymore. Oh, no, no. Well, yeah, the sushi place is gone. But 
uh, we did find uh, the, a couple places in Chinatown that mm. like some killer, killer dumplings. Like, oh, so oh, good. Oh, dude, so I, I, I drive to Boston for dumplings, and driving <laughs> to Boston sucked. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it was that I. It was cool, kind of hearing like y'all's recap on it. But I did feel like the only thing I I missed. Um, my friends from the Classic Gamers Guild, uh, they did like I think they did another adventure game panel. Mm. Uh, I I know Roberta was pretty busy there, uh, doing some stuff, and and I I I felt bad because it was one of those like they really wanted us to hang out with them uh, in 2020, and. I was so out of shape and old that I couldn't walk another mile to go down to the <laughs> restaurant that I wanted to go to. And I totally asked out. I was like, I, I, I really need to get back to the hotel. I've, I'm sure Nick remembers, but like the first thing I did when we got back, I'm like, I, I just hate to do this, guys, but I got to go jump in hot water and just soak my t- toothpick legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'll tell you what, though. It was a good time. I can't wait to go back next year, and 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 definitely would like to bring my family because my wife's a, you know, she's a gamer from way back, and like I know she'd really enjoy it. But um, but yeah, so there was packs, and then a ton of shit has come out since we freaking did this last. Yeah, several times I think have come out, haven't they? Oh man, um, I want to say Warhammer Three was in February, right? Uh, yeah, that, that was, uh, well, I think it was March. I think it was, I think it was either end of February, late, Mar- uh, early March. Uh, it was early March. Yeah. Yeah. That dropped. That, that's been a, a lot of fun. I, I have, I've kind of stopped playing because <laughs> I kind of made my way through the campaign and that's about it. But yeah, yeah. the campaigns are right. Like I play those games for, you know, in Warhammer two, it was mortal empires. Mm. Uh, and this, in this one, it's going to be immortal empires. Uh, but what mortal empires was in Warhammer two, was the com- basically the combined maps of Warhammer 1 and 2, the world maps, and mm-hmm. then all the factions, all the DLC, whatever you bought, you could play as any of them, and you would start in their location, and the goal is to go through their faction quests and take over the world. And um, they're doing it again with Warhammer 3, which is going to be all the factions, all the DLC from all three games, whatever you've bought, and then all three maps slung together, including the Chaos Realms. That nice. is when that is when I'll be playing the shit out of that game. The campaign, uh, and I'll be honest, like even in Warhammer Two, didn't really hook me uh, all that much. Like it's okay, mm-hmm. but to me, to me, the bulk of fun in that game is when you're when you're doing like pretty much the freeform Mortal Empires. You have a quest line that you could follow to get like powerful items, powerful troops, and a, a leg up on the other factions. But it's basically up to you, you know, how you want to conquer or form confederations and all that. Right. So I'm waiting for that. Um, let's see. What else have I been playing that came out in this time? Oh, so if you remember, this came out, I think, in December initially. Uh, it was like beta or early access. Then they kind of kiboshed it, did a couple more betas and let it bake in the oven a little bit more. But, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, the free-to-play, uh, Battle Royale. Hmm. Have you checked this out yet? I have not had a chance to check it out yet. So that went full release, um, I want to say either late, late March or early April. And it is, uh, again, I'm not super into PvP, but I, you know, you probably gleaned by now. I do enjoy the Vampire Masquerade setting. Mm-hmm. It is a really solid free to play battle royale. Um, there's, I think, eight or nine different archetypes. A vampire to play as and 
you have a mix of like you get you know guns, ranged weapons. It's all modern day. Um, but then like different melee abilities, different vampire superpowers. There might be a vampire that can go invisible for five seconds as long as you don't attack. Mm-hmm. And there might be a vampire uh, like uh, I want to say it's the Ventru uh, vampire who can then they. Uh, can do marble skin and you're invulnerable for like three seconds as long as you don't attack um then there's like the bruja who are you know the more fisticuffs uh aggressive vampires that just do a ryu fucking fireball punch halfway across you know the street and slam you through a wall but then like there's mechanics where there's mortals running around that you can feed off of and they'll have different uh, humors, like they'll be melancholic or choleric or whatever. And each will give your vampire class a specific buff. And you could stack it up to like three times for each buff. And like as long as you can sneak around and feed while the red gas closes in, you can get more powerful and more powerful. Mm-hmm. And then as you kill the other vampires, because that's the whole goal, it's like all out war because the anarch, or, anarch vampire has died and people are vying for position. And as you down other vampires, you can walk over and, in the the game lore, call what's Diablorize them, where you just pick them up and you basically feed until they are dry, they disintegrate to ash, and you get their powers. Mm. Uh, it, it I don't know, I actually never checked. I don't think the powers transfer, but it definitely, again, gives you more buffs. And like any other Battle Royale, the goal is to be, you know, the last person standing. Right. Um, but there's tons of ways to progress, tons of quests. You know, it's got a battle pass like any other game. If this even remotely sounds interesting, highly recommend checking it out. It's free to play. It's very fun. And they do it right. Like, it's like obviously the pay stuff's all cosmetic, but there is enough variance. There's tons of different weapons. And then there's like grades of weapons. It's almost kind of like Diablo Looty, where it might be a rare set of dual pistols or something. And, um,. It's just done. It's done right. It's done really well. Highly recommend it. There's a bunch of exciting stuff coming for the game. So I, I kind of play that as my pickup and play. Hmm. Um, I've been enjoying that. Uh, I got back into the Legend of Heroes uh, Trails in the Sky series uh, because it's not just a great JRPG. It's a great JRPG on my Steam Deck. Oh, that's right. You, 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 I'm still waiting for mine. Still waiting for my, my email to come in. I was going to say, do you know how this whole process works? Uh, well, there's the, the pre-order that was however many months ago, and then eventually okay. they email you, right? Or, or Yeah, so you know, have you checked? Steam or whatever. So have you checked if you go on the, the Steam Deck page for Valve and you're logged in with your Steam account? It should tell you what quarter you'll get your email. Yeah, I think I think I, I looked at it. I think it's Q3 is what I'm slated for. Okay, I was I was a Q2er, um, obviously. I got it about two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah there so it is. Q3, July through September, yep. So, again, once it hits July, check your email, check your spam. Uh, let me tell you when mine came through. Maybe that will be consistent. Like, I'll actually give you a time a day. I don't know if they did several a day or if they just do at a certain time. Uh, like, what? what's the subject of it? Is it, does please, it con- like- please confirm your purchase information for Steam Deck. In my case, Steam Deck 512 gig, uh, what it said. Yeah, please confirm your purchase of Steam Deck. Gotcha. It comes from no reply at Steam Powered. Mine went through on Monday at 1.04 p.m. 
So I think I think they generally send a lot of and that would be what 12 11 10 a.m. Pacific. So basically once it hits July, check that email, check have that. alerts, yeah. you know, set alerts on it cuz once the email hits, you got 48 hours. Oh, is that what it, Oh, so you got to make sure you actually respond in time. Well, not just respond, you have to pay the rest or, of it. You basically it, I mean, yeah. yeah, you basically put 5 bucks down like I did a year ago. Mhm. And then you you better pay the whole thing, um, but once that's said and done, I I paid that Monday. I had it Friday. Wow, came out that, came that fast. Yeah, I had it Friday, dude. And oh, nice. Let me tell you, folks. I'm sure you've seen reviews that are uh, awesome, or it's bad, or it's this. It's fucking amazing. Um. I have nothing but good to say about this thing. Now, I did get the the top end model, like I was saying. So, I, if I remember correctly, I believe that has NVMe in it as well. Uh, so it's very fast reads, you know, um, and all that good stuff. But it runs like a champ. I've played Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain, uh, and that's actually verified for the deck, fully compatible. Runs beautifully. I'm playing a bunch of games that are not verified, but they're like those smaller JRPGs, like I was just saying, um, um, oh, Legends it, of it, Heroes. It doesn't necessarily need to be verified for you to be able to play. It's just it no, you can. Run. It just may not run great, and it they, or mm. it might require tweaking. Gotcha. Uh, and this is where this is where this little puppy shines. I got to tell you, it's never games they'll say is playable. Um, and you might load it up the first time, and you're like, "What the fuck?" A, you really got to make sure you look and see what control template it's using. But B, if that's just not working for you, you can very easily go right to the game info tab, click on the game controls, and switch the tab over to community. And there are people in the community that will make entire control sets just for one game, and then you'll see how many people downloaded it, what its rating is, and you can, on the fly, swap those in and out with a press of a button and play comfortably. Hmm. Um... I the one game I haven't tried that I was like looking so forward to playing, but even now like, I'm like eh, it would work. I just don't know how fun it would be because again there's there's two thumbsticks, uh, two bumper buttons, two triggers. Then below the triggers there is uh, two pressable buttons and then two pressable buttons below that, which are spaced out enough that I've never accidentally hit them, which is a problem with actually a controller that I have where I hit them all the time. <laughs> then. Then it has two touchpads below each analog stick that you can use as a mouse. Right. Um, so I, I, I haven't played games like RimWorld. I was just, I was saying before I got it, I can't wait to play RimWorld on my couch. And then I'm like, ah, I could. I just don't think it would be as fun as I thought it would. But I've been playing like the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters. Um other games that are pretty beefy and like Witcher three runs with no problems. I understand that's an older game, but we're talking, you know, we're talking handhelds and it's got, uh, you know, top resolution, ultra graphic settings, and it runs beautifully. Um, so uh, again, I would say, you know, if you were on the fence about it or you're not sure it is 1000% worth the grab. I've been playing, I, I pretty much been playing my PC on my couch, so to speak, ever since I got it. Like just hanging out with my wife, or I'll I'll throw on a game, and then one of which we're going to talk about actually came out today, 
and was high, I didn't even I had no idea about this game, never heard of it, and Nintendo mentioned it in their indie showcase, and now it's on like PC, Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation. Ah, oh, fuck it, we'll talk about it now. Um, <laughs> Soundfall. Have you heard anything about this? Not a thing. What is it? It is an ARPG with a Diablo-style loot system uh, plus rhythm game. And it's like a shooter ARPG rhythm game. Um, It's amazing. Like, especially on the Steam Deck as a handheld game, just sitting on the couch. Uh, The music is incredible. And I've only gotten to, like, board three. And it's got, like, Mario Brothers-style world and, and world maps with stages. And each stage is a different song. And from what I read, I think there's over 150 songs in the game. Wow. And these aren't just, like, chiptune bullshit. Like, they're, like, I'm not super into EDM, but, like I said, I'm three songs in, and I'm fucking hooked. I have been humming the one song all day. I have, I as soon as we are done here, I'm going right back to my couch to fucking bump my head and shoot my gun to the rhythm of bum, 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 bum. It's like, <laughs> and I, I think it was, uh, how much... I'm just going to check really quick on the store. I want to see how much this was. Uh, 25 bucks. If you get it right now. Hmm. It And the amount of content that's in the game, uh, the loot system with all the different guns and the way you use them and how you fire them and how you have to do this in the rhythm to the beat. There's a metronome on the bottom of the screen for people that don't have rhythm, just like me. Um, it is one of those games that is just an out of nowhere. Holy shit. This is amazing. I cannot recommend it enough. Like I never knew about it till today. It came out today and it's all I want to play right now. <laughs> nice. That and um as usual with Warhammer 40K games, the horribly named but wonderful game Warhammer 40K Chaos Gate Demon Hunters. <laughs> Can you fit any more words there? <laughs> Have you heard about this one? No. Okay, so this came out uh, Thursday? Oh, or no. wait, is, it, is this the XCOM one? Tuesday. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. That, that's how I. That's how I know which one is like. It's like I. I couldn't tell you if the name. We like. Is, mm-hmm. is it the XCOM one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I have heard of this. I heard it's really, really good. It, dude. Let, all right, for everybody listening. Many of the games, like right now, Games Workshop is really awesome about letting developers use the Warhammer licenses. That comes with a double-edged problem of, uh, especially with the Warhammer 40k games, some of them just suck. And some are just usually mediocre to good, like my favorite, one of my favorite RPGs, which has like a 70 on Metacritic, which I don't understand, is Warhammer uh, 40k Inquisitor Martyr. I play the shit out of that game. And it has like seasons like Diablo. If you like Diablo, you'll probably like that. It's Diablo and Warhammer 40k. Mm-hmm. But they're usually like... They're okay, like half-decent production values. It's kind of like, you know, bargain bin games most of the time. This one is like, holy shit, this came out of nowhere. It's another one I knew nothing about. It plays, in some ways, better than XCOM, strategically. Hmm. Um, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I've been playing it on easy, and if you get cocky, even for a second, you're going to get your dick bitten off by a Nurgle spawn. Um, but it has all the things that make XCOM really appealing. 
Uh, you can customize your entire squad and their names, and you recruit more soldiers. You have a ship in space, and you do the upgrades. And there's, like, monthly... You know, it's a campaign to stop the plague of Nurgle, who is like this, you know, evil plague god in the 40k universe that just spreads viruses that kill people and then turn them into his minions. And um, so you're you're traveling to different star systems, stopping this plague on these worlds, and then researching about the plague and how you can, you know, turn it to your advantage. Again, very, very XCOM, uh, with quite a few different character classes, um, but what I love is the production values in this game, man. Like, they really put in, they put the love in. Like, if you throw a grenade, right? It's one of my favorite ones, and I've probably seen it a hundred times, but it still looks great. It zooms in on your grenade, and it's not just a generic cutscene. Like, you see the, the map that you're on, the world that you're on, and you see it, like, as it's flying through the air, it goes slow motion, like, zoosh, zoosh, zoosh. And then, you know, it's got, you know, a lot of 40K has, like, Latin you know words and symbolism mm -hmm. like you know, veritas is like my grenade has truth written on it and then <laughs> it you know blows monsters up and if they fall off the ledge they're dead for good like there's a lot of really good things that this adds to the XCOM formula and it's like if you even remotely like uh XCOM style games even if you don't know Warhammer 40k gotta pick this up worth a look yeah. There's even ship to ship combat, which I haven't been brave enough to try yet. Have not been brave enough to try it yet, um, but it's uh, curious how that works because that that's that was always something that I mean, yeah, I say it wasn't in XCOM like the way it was in XCOM. It was basically you pressed a button and it kind of like rolled the dice on your yeah. you know interceptors intercepting a you know spaceship or something, and then yeah. then you went to the battle map. So that that's interesting that they they have an interactive. Yeah, uh, I have no idea. No idea how it works because, like, your ship is your base. And again, if you know the 40k universe, these yeah. ships are these massive gothic monstrosities that are bigger than most, you know, uh, cities, sometimes even countries. And, um, like, you do upgrades to your guns, your shields. Uh, from what I read, you can actually avoid ship combat entirely if you want to, which makes me wonder how hard it is. <laughs> but, but, um, no, I, I, and again, this, uh, both this and Soundfall are unverified on the Steam Deck. Like, there's just a question mark. They haven't had time to test it. Mm -hmm. Played both. I played both on it already. Runs beautifully. No problem. Well, I've heard um, uh, it was in the last month or so, like, a ton of verified, or games have been verified now. Over uh, a th like, over a thousand. And they're... Yeah, they're like, so they're, 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 do they're, they're doing a lot of, like, heavy lifting of, like, you know, obviously it's already out, but it's, like, they're continuing to, like, yeah, let's get, you know, more games verified and, and supported, uh, you know, on those things. Like, that's great. Well, and it's pretty much daily. Like, that's the wild thing. Because, like, if you go to your library, right, you can see your entire library, which in mine is over a thousand things. But then you can tab over to Great on Deck, and the only stuff that will show up there are games that are fully green check marks. Like, this works as if it was made for the Steam Deck. That list has been growing by, like, five to ten games for me, like, every other day. Because, like, I'll go, like, I'll see a game where it's like, I don't want to play that right now, but maybe I'll play it tomorrow. And then I'll go to pull that up, and then all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, fuck, they just added all these. Like, mm -hmm. um, but even the ones that aren't certified grade on deck, you have three grades, basically. You have grade on deck, then you have playable. And playable is usually, like, it runs great, uh, but the words might be small. Mm -hmm. um, or things might appear small on screen. 
Um, yeah, or it might, or like that, yeah. Yeah, or like the mouse cursor might appear, you know, or blah, 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 where you have to kind of work with a different control scheme. Like, I was actually bummed at first because I, I couldn't get uh, Inquisitor, Inquisitor Martyr to work right. And I even downloaded different control schemes and blah, blah, blah. And then I actually, like, read a little deeper, and what it turns out to be is in the PC version, you have to specifically go into the options of that game to enable the controller, which then will switch the entire interface around to work like a controller, and then the Steam Deck works wonderfully. But before I switched that over, it was like I had to use the touch po- touchpad to aim the mouse cursor so I was facing the right direction so I could use this. Because I'm like, this ain't, fucking, <laughs> this ain't fucking playable. What are they talking about? Um, so I was playing that. Grim Dawn, also rated playable. I actually played start to finish on the main quest over the course of the past two weeks. I never actually played through that one. And again, I love Diablo-style games. That was awesome. Yeah, out of curiosity, can you either direct plug in and be like, you like, is there any USB inputs or even oh, is yeah. there Bluetooth inputs? That There's Bluetooth to yep. connect like a keyboard mouse. I don't know why I'd really want to on on such a small thing, but is 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 that possible? Yes, yes, and yes. Oh, okay. Um, yes, it does Bluetooth. Uh, I don't think and I, I actually have it out charging so i don't have it right here in front of me i don't think there's a usb input i could be wrong uh there is an sd input if you want to add more sd storage i, I didn't um, know yeah there, there was that that yeah if you wanted to expand whatever storage was like on board or what was it no that uh nvme is like the largest portion of it but you can yeah you know, use the stick but you can expand it yeah, yeah yeah with uh you know an sd card yeah um I would say if you're going to do it and you have the money, do it right. Get that top end version so that not oh, yeah. only do you get the. Yeah, that, that's the one I went for. It's like, yeah, I'm not okay. going to joke around with this. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want to fuck around. You get the top end version and you, it comes with a really nice carrying case, uh, nice I, microfiber I did cloth. I see that in like, the unboxings. It's like, wow, that is, that is actually really nice. It's a very nice carrying case. Um, yes, the rumors you've heard on battery life are true. Um, it lasts about two hours, uh, mm. but again, I don't see myself playing this on a car trip. Sure, where like I would be away from a power outlet that long. I didn't really get it for that, uh, mainly because, excuse me, I am forgetful, <laughs> especially on a trip. I know I will lose it, and with the money I spent on that thing, it's not leaving my fucking house. Sure. <laughs> um. But it is a dream come true for people that want to sit on their couch and play their Steam library. Yeah. Um, there is a deck coming. I'm on the wish list for that on Steam, like an official or dock that's coming for the deck mm. uh, that I will probably make use out of. Because, again, with the Bluetooth, I could just pop in an Xbox controller over Bluetooth or a PS5 controller, and I could sit ah, and play mm. it on on my couch, yeah. you know, because you can control the whole thing, the interface and everything from a controller. I tried that out early this week. Works like butter, no problems. Um, you know, smooth as butter. So as far as I'm concerned, Valve killed it. Like, this is the best hardware I've ever bought for anything, be it computer, video game console. Like, it is my new favorite thing. Like, one of my stupid gripes over the past few months has been, I love those Final Fantasy pixel remasters that they did from, like, Final Fantasy 1 through 6. Oh, one through the, six. Yeah, yeah, The originals. 
but they were only available on mobile and PC. Like, I couldn't get them on my Switch, couldn't play it on my Xbox. Mm -hmm. Those games I'm going would be perfect for the fucking couch. Guess what? They run like a dream on the deck. Boom! <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff like that that I play. A lot of the older retro games. Like I said, Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky. I can finally sit out on my couch and play that and, like, just relax and chill. Mm -hmm. um, the speakers. Beautiful little speakers on this thing. Oh, really? Ooh, very powerful, too. Like, I had it, like, halfway up, and my, my youngest daughter was like, can you turn that down when she was going up to bed? I was like, sorry. <laughs> Come on, Dad. <laughs> and uh, my my wife was listening as I was playing Soundfall. She's like, "What are you playing? That's good music." <laughs> the, the music at Soundfall is incredible. But like, there's just there's not a single thing about the Steam Deck that I can say is a negative. In, in my case, at least, I know a lot of people don't like the battery life. But again, for what I'm using it for, which is it will never be far from a power outlet. It's a dream come true. Like, it runs beautifully. I haven't run into, like, hardware that or a game that really taxes it. Like, it's it's a it's a monster. Monster. I can't wait till you get yours and we can, like, compare notes on our Whatever. library. <laughs> <laughs> I still have all these games unplayed. <laughs> and I'm telling you, that's where this thing really surprised me, is I've been going more through my backlog of stuff that I've wanted to play mm. where it's like it's games that I wouldn't be like when I sit down at my computer to play, I generally want to play like something beefy sure. that, or, or, you know, something that like I have to be here in my office to play. Right. Well, like 80% of those went away. <laughs> like I can sit, <laughs> I can sit on my couch and start going through this backlog of stuff that I've wanted to play you know, and still be sociable, hang out, you know, with Amber. It's like, we're, we're, we're beautifully boring people. Um, you know, we hang out, and then, like, she'll, like, surf Reddit, or, you know, play Animal Crossing, and, like, we just, we do our thing. And, like, it's mm -hmm. nice to be able to sit out there on my couch and, you know, just fuck around. Like, I'm actually excited to get the dock so I can actually, like, show off some of these games that I that I love playing on a bigger TV that just never came to consoles. So, like, Chaos Gate. That's, that's going to be a great mm. one on TV. Yeah. But, yeah, that's me. I've talked entirely too long, Nick. What have you been doing? What have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've been playing the hell out of Elden Ring. Uh, oh, isn't that, it great? That game has completely sucked me in. Uh, and it was, it was one of those, oh. like, you know, it's like, you know, and I think I may have mentioned it on, on the last podcast. I, I think I was playing it by then. But yeah, the whole, you know, it's like, you know, I wasn't sure about the Dark Souls games, but uh, it, it, it's like, you know, it's like you got it for me. It's like, okay, here we go. And, and like, oh, that's yeah. for, for full disclosure here, folks, I know he wasn't sure about the Dark Souls games. And <laughs> I hated the Dark Souls games, but I was like, fuck it. Like, everyone's talking about this. I have to get it. I played it for an hour, about an hour and a half, two hours. And I was like, no, you got to play this game. <laughs> Every day, I'm like, just, 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 go fucking <laughs> play. play. <laughs> and yeah, like, like I still haven't beat it yet. Like I've been, I've been in, you know, like, like, you know, discover everything. So I'm, I'm just like yeah. combing the map for stuff. And, you know, it, like, I'm not even so necessarily much. using a walkthrough. It's just like, I'm just like, kind of like doodly doodly do. Here we go. Just kind of. Oh, there's you know. a hole in the ground. Yeah. It's like, you never would have known that. It's like, oh, this is, a, this is a cave with a, you know, big old dungeon thing. It's like, oh my God, this guy's <sighs> pushing my. <laughs> there's so much there's so much like 
I've never, I've never seen an open world. Like, I, like people say, oh, Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and I'm like, yeah, not really. Like, maybe a little bit, but it's like if you think about it, like this is like an old school game, man, where it's like the in-game map is all you have, and there's like nothing on it. Oh yeah, and, and I don't feel overloaded. Uh, like you right. know, like when I play Skyrim or something, like you know, it's like I'll pick up every single quest or whatever. But then, then you start to look at the quest list, like okay, like what do I want to do today? It's like you look at it, like bullets, a lot of crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or any Ubisoft game for fuck's <laughs> oh, sake. Oh yeah, exactly. Just like you know, the, the quest list ends up being like miles long. Whereas this is like, oh, it's like this area is you know clouded. I'm just gonna go explore and see what happens. And, and if you yeah. don't write down what the people say, you'll miss yeah. all the quests because you oh, don't yeah. have a quest journal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's like, I'll make like small little side notes uh, uh, and more or less. And it's like, okay, there's this NPC. It, it does. I think it helps you just enough. There was a recent patch yeah. that, you know, put like, you know, major NPCs and the vendors and whatnot on. It's like, okay, I know. I kind of know. Oh, I'll have to check at. that. I haven't played it since. Since yeah, that. So yeah, it, it's slightly helpful. I, I think uh. you can turn it off if you don't want it, but it's, it's like basically, uh, you know, your merchants that you come across and any, uh, like kind of quest line NPC, you'll see where, at least where you last saw them. Um, yeah. if they move around, you won't necessarily see where their new spot is. So you just like, Oh, they're over there. Let me go there. Um, but again, like if you pay attention to like dialogue and you uh, talk to talk to everyone, they're like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, there's rumor that this person's uh, gone over this way. Like, oh okay, maybe I'll head that yeah. direction, or, or or I'll end up in a place like, oh wait, this is the place that we're they are talking about. I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> Did you uh, kill or spare or spare patches? Uh, he's still alive. Uh, I, okay. I, okay. I, I I did find his cave. I, I spared him. Um, so and- you were so so were you able to get the what was it uh, the Margaret's Bane or whatever it was. I couldn't oh, fucking beat well, the guy. Funny enough, I got that way after I beat Margaret. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, like I got his thing, and it's like, bring Margaret down. It's like, well, you know what? That would have been great when I actually fought him. You know, it's like you little turd. <laughs> it was like it's it was just enough of a nudge, so you didn't miss much. Yeah. But uh I can't tell you how many times I heard <laughs> fucking Godric. <laughs> I fucking did that fight. I shit you not. Probably fifty times before I beat him. Godric fight. Yes. Oh, oh man, that that fight was laughable for me. <laughs> I, oh, so I waltzed in there. So so basically, what I'm running is a samurai with um uh the meteorite staff. Um, oh, interesting. That's, that's basically all I'm running. So I'm running. You know, my meteorite staff is the only staff I'm running. And then basically any katana that I'm given, and I, I haven't really changed out of it. Like you know, I've kind of committed to it because you know I could have been easily like, oh yeah, new weapon, let's jump to this thing. But it's like you know, what? let's do a little RP. Hey, if it works, man. Yeah, a little role play. You know, you know, stick with the, like the you know the samurai build. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, and so basically what I'll do is like yeah, I'll try and sword fight things if I feel like it. But usually like my opening move is like hit him with the meteorite just to like stun him a little bit, you know, take a few chunks and then yeah, then start you know sword fighting. I walk in, I just start chucking meteorites at, at Godric, and he dies in like five seconds. I'm like, that's I it. Fucking <laughs> you! Like you're a boss. Like Margaret was worse than you, <laughs> dude. I'm so glad we're two states away. I'd punch you right in the face. <laughs> no. So 
I'm probably punishing myself, but I'm doing like a Braveheart Barbarian kind of build with a giant okay. claymore. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and I got a really awesome upgraded sword, and it's great. But it, it has great reach, but you still got to get up close and personal, oh, and that's yeah. what I was doing. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And um, so I had to fight all three phases of him. And got him down to where he's like basically in the dragon stage, mm-hmm. and I had the I had the phantom helping me out, and um, she he basically devours her almost immediately in that third dragon stage, mm. and, and my wife is watching, and my second to last fight with Godric, I got him down. He literally I could have thrusted my sword and finished him off, and I just mistimed my roll just wrong and he kills me oh and, no because i got really like i got aggressive I'm like i just gotta go fucking thrust at him and i ran in and he fucking i i hit it too late and he killed oh, me oh no and amber goes you got cocky i'm like oh, fucking damn it <laughs> like i got so mad I, yeah there have been other fights where it's like yeah like it's like okay time to go aggressive and like and then it's like and then yeah we move like that or it's like you know i just get too greedy. It's like, oh, if I can get one oh. more hit, and, and yeah, then, then they wipe the floor with me. It's like, oh, I got greedy. I got greedy. But like, to I think what what we're both getting at is it is it, it's really hard, but oh, it's yeah. fair. Yeah, 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 yes, that's and I think that's why I enjoy it because you know some people are like, oh, you got to be masochist to keep me up dying like that. It's like for me, it's like it's it's a learning experience because each yes. fight is is somewhat unique. Like they they all. Uh, not necessarily all, but you know, it's like some some of them share similar move sets or you know attacks or you know spells or whatever. So if you've seen it like one place, you're like, okay, I know yeah. what that spell does. Like this is what I need to do to either avoid it or, or yeah. m- mitigate the damage. But it's like they'll have you know a whole like you know, a whole handful of moves that they can uh. then you know supplement. And it's very much like you know if you're stuck on a fight, and, and that's the other thing too. It's like. I think a lot of people like ram their head against a fight thinking like, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just going to keep doing this and it'll eventually work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like sometimes you just need to level up or, or, or find, you know, either a better weapon or, or more importantly, level up your weapon. Like that, that is, that is such such a huge thing. Like, you know, loving yourself up is, is usually I'd say better on like, you know, the vitality, which is your life bar. Yeah, yeah. Stamina and uh, and or uh, uh, mana, Strength. depending on. You know, oh yeah, your, mana. Yeah. Your uh, depending on what you know what kind of character you're running, um, and the other stats like while helpful, uh, like at least from my perspective, it seems like you know at least doesn't I, make I, much I of a difference from the physical perspective. Yeah, yeah. I, I think <laughs> if you're running a more sorcerer build, then then yeah, your stats are a little bit more important on that. Uh, yeah, but definitely for any kind of physical weapon builds, like. It's really more important that your weapon is leveled up versus, you know, your Oh, totally, man. Totally. Yeah. It, it, that makes all the difference. And like but that's that's why I think you and I are enjoying this game a lot more than the other Dark Souls games. You just didn't have that choice. You had to keep running, a, you know, at kind of the same place. You didn't have a world to go explore. Mm, yeah. It was very oh, excuse it was me, more linear, fine. wasn't it? In the other much more. Much yeah. more linear. And I think that's where they hit the masterstroke with this game. Although I agree with Brandon Sanderson, uh, the author, and many others. I have no fucking idea what George R. R. Martin did for this game. I don't think he did much of anything. Um, but is, I is the storylines where, where everyone's ending is a terrible ending and everyone dies? Because that must be it. <laughs> Seems like everyone I try everywhere. to help dies. <laughs> um, but like... 
I don't think I've ever played a game with such a massive, beautiful world to explore. Mm. And, like, I feel like you know, a lot of games try to do that, but, like, you go explore that corner that looks cool and nothing really happens. But, right. like, in this game, I feel like it was, like, nine times out of ten, it's like, oh, holy shit, there was something sitting here that's really helpful. Or... This led to something I had no idea that was there, and like, oh, it's this whole big thing, and like, I I have still not explored every inch of that world. And I mean, granted, I haven't played in a few weeks, but like, that was all I did for about a month straight when it came out. And you know, I was map painting, man. I wanted to go and get <laughs> yeah. all the stuff. Like, I've just never had so much fun exploring a world. Like, it's. I, I don't know, man. Like, it's definitely, it's one, like, I had to take a break from because I had to replace a controller. Uh, that's another story. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but it was another one where it's like, I will be coming back to play this game for probably, like, months, easily months, if not to a year or two, because there's just, there's so much. And, like, people oh, on the yeah. internet are still finding shit that's like tucked away that like someone else hasn't found. It's just, it's a massive world. It's, it's an interesting world. Like, wouldn't you agree? Like, it's just oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the things you dig into it, like th there is, I say a lot of lore, but you, you really have to go and find it. Yeah. Everything. Find it. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to be presented to you. It's not, it's not, it's not a silver platter. Like it, it's in those tucked away areas and, and, and even like those, those dungeons and whatnot, it kind of, you know, come, comes out you know, even in like, you know, merchant notes and things like that. And it's just I, simple shit. Yeah. And I'd say like, like the game reward, like, at least the way we're playing it, re reward yeah. you for exploring. Like, it, you know, you know, there, there's plenty of like, you know, things around, you know, it's like, I, I think people have gotten, you know, speedrunners have gotten to like five minutes or sub five minutes. That's now. fucking insane. Have you I mean, watched one of those yet? Uh, no, not yet. I, I kind of do want to see like, Fuck like, me, dude. like <laughs> how do they do it? How do they do it that fast? That's got to be insane. Um, but you know, you know, again, for like the, the explorers, like, it's like, if you go out and like, you know, take the time to, you know, explore uh, the region, understand like the enemies and like the regions and what, what's going on. It's like, there's actually a good bit to dig into. Oh uh, yeah. You just got to go find it. It's, again, it's, 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 and it's, it's not even like, you know, it's not like, Oh, got to go find this collectible on, on, you know, no. <laughs> on this little corner on branch of mountain doom. It's like, no, it's, it's literally, like, <laughs> it's like, it, it's like literally what it must've felt like for people exploring the Americas in like the 16 and 1700s. Like, yeah. Oh, Look at that crag of rock. I wonder mm -hmm. what the world looks like from up there. Right. You know, and oh my God, there's a castle in the distance. Well, let's pack our bags and check it out. <laughs> right. Like it's, it's a masterpiece. Like uh, it, it was another one that got a perfect 10 uh, on GameSpot. Uh, Kotaku loved it as well. I, I have to agree. Like as far as I'm concerned and as games go, this is about as close to perfect as you can get. Like, at least in, like, the old school sense of the shit we grew up with. Yeah. Like, the, the difficulty is hard. <clears throat> Excuse me again, sorry. But not, um... N not necessarily... Not so much artificially, but also not to specifically prolong the content of the game. Like, there is more uh, content... And, and it's not necessarily in your way, either. Like, some of my hardest fights have been in, like, those side dungeons that... The optional know, shit! Yeah, all the options. Like, you want the hardest stuff? Like, go find those. Like, because... Like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, Godric now is standing... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> 
like all, all the more all the more i'd say mainline and like definitely like this is the storyline area uh bosses haven't been too bad for me it's like it's usually taking me a couple tries to like you know get get down the fight and but i can you know i say more or less easily move forward through them whereas the side boss is like I oh will God. die like 20 times plus. And it's like, okay, th- th- like this guy's going down and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be there for it. <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful game. And like the characters are interesting. The ones you run into, like I love it. That, that round table area. Now that I'm forgetting the name, cause it's been so long. I think it's just round like, table hold. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Round table hold. Uh, like, I love the Smith. Like I, I want to learn oh, more about yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's that's what I love about this game. There's nothing in the game that says you need to learn more about him. It's just the dialogue I've had with him, and he's sitting there, and he's, like, chained to the wall while he's, like, making mm-hmm. these weapons. Like, I want to know why he's cursed. Why is he there? I don't care if it doesn't matter. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's, I think, what I've enjoyed so much. And, like, oh, my God. The, um, I think it was a ring or something I had to get that that really gave me a buff to the class. But did you fight the one where it was like an introduction to invading phantoms and it was an NPC phantom up the river by Patrick uh, Patches's cave? And he has yes. the dual daggers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're uh, yeah, it's like one of yours quest. I think is that samurai, you know, Raiden looking guy. Yes. Uh, whatever the weapon was, it was a great booster for me. It was something that really helped. Yeah, it was a crazy bleed dagger, I think. Yes. He was a motherfucker. Ooh, was he hard to fight physically? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like very fast, very quick. I'm like, holy crap. I had to cheese it a bit. As soon as he, uh, I knew he would spawn when I triggered the thing, I hauled my ass back down the river. I'm like, where are you, Raiden hat wearing person? Waited for Yuri or Yuni, whatever her name was. I'm like, all right. You stand in front of me. I'll stab him when he ain't looking. That's right. That's it. Hey, I I admit, like a lot, you know, some of the tougher fights. Like I'm pulling out my spirits. I'm like, just distract oh, yeah, him so I can get him in the back. <laughs> Send in the wolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I've really, like, I gotta say, I've really enjoyed um, a lot of my time with Elden Ring. Um, let's see what else has come out. Uh, they did a Chrono Cross, uh, the Radical Dreamers edition. Um, the port is kind of meh, but if you've never played Chrono Cross, like you can play it on PC now or your Steam Deck. Um, it's I, I recommend it. Like the story is good. It's not the Chrono Trigger sequel I wanted, but it's still a really good story. And and again, I played this back when it came out on uh, PlayStation. Uh, what makes this release package a little more unique is that it's the first time that the game Radical Dreamers has been available officially uh, in the West. Um, Radical Dreamers was a Sega Saturn game. Um, it's more of a visual novel, but it takes place in the Chrono Cross world. And basically, uh, when Chrono Cross came out, the creator of Radical Dreamers was also, I think, the creator of Chrono Trigger, had basically said Chrono Cross was what he wanted Radical Dreamers to be, but didn't have uh, the money to do it at the time. And, like, you see it in the game, like, the group that you're a part of are called the Radical Dreamers. A uh, typical Square game, you know, a very epic story. Uh, in this one, there's a fuck ton of characters. I think there's, like, 50 different characters that you can have in your party. Uh, it's, like, an obscene number like that. Uh, if you've never played it, now's your chance. Again, like, it's not a, a remaster. Like, it, 
it kind of looks the same as it did on PS1, which is all right, but like if you're used to The Witcher 3, um it's going to be a bit jarring for you. Mm. <laughs> but it's 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 good. Um I would recommend checking it out. Um I'm just trying to think what else uh, came out that I wanted to highlight. Other than the shit I've been playing on the Steam Deck and Soundfall. Soundfall's amazing. Also playing that on the deck. I think I mentioned that. And uh, finally playing through Nino Kuni for the first time. Uh, planning to play that start to finish because that was on Steam. And that was another perfect one where it was like, I didn't necessarily want to sit in my office and play it, but now that I can play it on my couch, like, it's another great JRPG. Uh, with like cinematics and art style that's very studio uh, chicken giblets, uh, st- studio Ghibli, very nice. Mm. But yeah, um, I guess we get into uh, some of the stuff that's coming out. Like May is a really good month uh, for games right now. Um, if we look at where is my May releases list, I put a couple on here that I was following. Um, let's just look at. I'll pull this up. Here we go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I probably just got a bunch of spyware put on my computer. <laughs> um, let's see. We got the uh, Evil Dead. Uh, well, actually, yeah, yeah. Evil Dead is coming, and you and I saw that during that E3 cast years ago, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was last year, and <laughs> I think it was. It got a slight delay to to. Uh, I'm, what I'm seeing is May 13th. Is that still the same day? That is, yeah, it's coming is, out May oh, okay. 13th. There you go. Um, two more days from now. It's a 4v1 uh, kind of horror game. It's Evil Dead, uh, like. A fucking course. I'm grabbing yeah. that. <laughs> Huge fan of the movies. Army of Darkness is probably the biggest cinematic masterpiece of the 20th century. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll definitely be playing that. Um, if you remember, I was talking about the original game, a little kind of action RPG uh, called Lovecraft's Untold Stories. Hmm. Uh, the sequel to that arrives in a couple of days. Um, absolutely worth picking up. It's a, it's a harder kind of Zelda-ish game, but in a Lovecraft universe with like Arkham Asylum and Innsbruck and all that stuff. Very fun. Very, very fun. I loved the original. Uh, the developers were super kind back kind of, kind of in the early days of this podcast and had sent me a key for it. And I happily raved about it because I had a lot of fun with that game. And the sequel's coming, so I'm super pumped for that. Um... Vampire the Masquerade, uh, Swan Song, which I've already talked about. Again, definitely check. You gotta check this. Come, uh, you gotta check this out, Nick. Because I think this is a game you would really, really get into. Um, it looks like it's going to be really, really good. Uh, what else is coming? There was another one. Oh, um, uh, bah, bah, bah. sorry, folks. Sorry, where is it? Ah, shit. Well, all right. Well, that's that's of our games. There are a ton coming out. Check your latest website. I'll actually put more in the show notes that I'm pumped about. But before we kind of get towards the end here, Nick, we see, have to talk. Hold on. I did see one more that's coming out. At the end. Oh, Sniper Elite 5 comes at the end of the month. Yes, that was it. I, I forgot. That one I'm, I'm definitely looking forward uh, to checking out. I enjoy those games. Are you into oh, those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like nothing more satisfying than popping oh. Nazi balls <laughs> with a bullet. <laughs> uh, especially when you aim it just right and yes. pop pop two sets of Nazi balls. balls. <laughs> Plus the guy that was ducking behind them for whatever reason. 
And I guess this one, uh, yeah, this one has a PvP thing now going on. I think. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Right? There's that's like going to be, be interesting. A counter sniper option going on. Mm. So that that'll be interesting to see that integration. So, I would love to see that. Like, I would love to see kind of like remember that movie Enemy at the Gates. That'd mm-hmm. be dope. Mm-hmm. That'd be dope. You know, sniper battle kind of deal. Oh yes, and finally, supposedly, I feel like it's going to get delayed. But the DLC that it was pretty much promised at release and kept getting delayed for Flight Simulator, Top Gun Maverick is released the end of this month. Oh, because now the movie is finally. <laughs> yeah, that was like they were constantly waiting for the movie. Oh, is that it. what it was? Yeah, yeah, it's like that's what it was. I, I think like the DLC was ready because they they advertised that way back, like when it released. Like I want to say, oh well, yeah, almost two years ago. Like well, they teased it. And then they talked about it last year. Like, it's like, yeah. you know, it's like they couldn't really talk about it. It was just like, you know, it's like we can't really say anything until the movie, you know, gets its release date because I, I think it was the whole like it was a licensed like tie into the movie release. Yeah. And obviously, now it finally releases at it at the end of the month as well. So it's like, yeah, uh, I may have to reinstall yeah. that. Oh, yeah, me too. And it'll take up three quarters of the space on my Xbox. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to talk. We have to talk. Uh, before we finish this podcast, uh, what is, in my opinion, my humble opinion, the best Star Trek thing ever to come out in the past handful of years? Mm. Have you watched Strange New World? Uh, I've seen the clips of it uh, online, and it looks stunning. Like, uh, just... uh, I know. The episode one storyline even is like... Wow, this actually this looks really solid. I like I really it's like the the other it's like no I wouldn't say anything wrong with the other ones, but it was just more like okay, it, it's it's got the trick title to it. It's sci-fi. It, it, the it, trick it, title, but it, it wasn't just really pulling it, me in. It wasn't really pulling no, me in. It this didn't one, have that spirit. It yeah, did, like, it was missing that it was missing whatever makes Star Trek Star Trek, it just missed that final ingredient. The yeah. little dash of saffron. Um I know you hate separate subscription services. <laughs> For yeah, this, 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 alone, might be, this might be one. You know, it's like okay, this might be worth picking up the Paramount just for just for the series. It's a weekly show. the 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 new episode drops in two days, and I swear to fuck, I am doing nothing but watching it. I've watched the first episode five times now. Nice. Like there is so much in it. The production values are gorgeous. The the writing, oh my god! Like it reminds me of the fucking best days of TNG. Nice. Like it is ridiculously good, and it takes place uh, ten years before the original series crew. Uh, it centers on Christopher Pike, who's masterfully played by I cannot remember his name. Like he an, might is it Anton something? Yes, Anton something. He might be. I'm not even kidding. And it's only been one episode. He might be my new favorite captain. Well, I, I will say like the the Discovery season two with him, like that was actually like because just season one Discovery is just like I was just like eh, okay maybe, but yeah. like season two is like okay this is actually pretty good. And, and then I'll then, have to then, watch that. Then, then he had to get off, you know. Well, I, I won't spoil it too much for you. It's like you know, Discovery. You know, he has to get off because obviously Discovery ends up going to the super far future. Well, well and that plays into the first episode. 
Yeah, and um, and yeah, and I did, I did like I saw that kind of like tying clip. It's like, oh, that's clever. Oh, it's and, oh. and yeah, like, <laughs> like I, I I almost feel like they've been like paving the road, so to speak, and then like yes. this, they 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 kind of know like this is gonna be their their bread and butter <sighs> Star Trek, so to speak. The guy playing Spock is incredible. Uh, the woman playing Uhura is incredible. Like it is so perfectly casted. And uh, dude, I'm. Oh, I was hoping you'd seen it. Fuck. We'll have to gush about this. We'll have to gush about <laughs> this on episode. the next episode. Yeah. Like I. I really like. It's. It's worth the sub price, dude. And you. It, you know what? It would be a. You know. Do it for the podcast. It would be a fun <laughs> element to add to the show. Uh, as kind of our aside at the end, but I'm telling you, Strange New World is the best Star Trek thing I've seen since like TNG's The Inner Light episode. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, that, that's solid. Then I put it right up there, dude. Like I put it up on that caliber of writing, production value, and just like this is Star Trek. And I was like, like Discovery, I should watch season two because I got to the end of season one and I was like. Uh, all right like yeah like watch season two because uh same actor anton whatever his name is yeah uh, he's wonderful as pike yeah wonderful he, he, yeah he comes on as the captain of of discovery for like that okay season. And w- which was like you know a lot of the like the you know diehard treks were like huh like like he's supposed to be on enterprise but they they, they kind of like you know they're able to like you know explain oh, they, explain it yeah and they do it uh, very cleverly in the first episode, like very mm-hmm. like, it's not a long aside either. It's like, oh well, fuck. All right, cool. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, dude. Um, we'll save that then for the next episode because I'm telling you, like, I will not be missing an episode. I will probably be watching each one several times. Like that, I don't get that very often with a show where it's like that was so good. It I like. I was talking to uh, our, our pal, Neil Halford, uh, that we had a wonderful interview with back uh, earlier this year. And he's the one that got me to check it out. Cause he was like, Oh my God. He's like, I've watched this now for like the third time. He's super into star Trek. And he alluded to that on the show. Like he was as old as star Trek and like, mm-hmm. like that was his favorite thing. And I was like, all right, I'm going to check it out. He's like, Oh my God, you're going to love it. And I totally get where he's coming from, where it's like, I don't watch things like certain movies. Yeah, I'll watch Braveheart or Jaws a hundred times, but TV shows like there's a couple episodes like I just mentioned of TNG, like the inner light. I I would always watch if it was on like I'll even throw it on because I have all the episodes on my prime list. Like, it's just wonderful, wonderful stuff. And like the one with Moriarty, like I uh, I forget the name of it, but like elementary dear data, like I'll Mm. watch that, Mm. you know, but like. I've watched, I literally queued this episode up immediately after I finished it. I like, <laughs> gotta watch it again. I have to watch this again. Like it was, it was ridiculous. Like it's going to be, it's going to be a fun ride. Like if, if the writing caliber is as good or better than the first episode, it's the best Star Trek thing possibly ever. Yeah. Like in, I'm seeing a lot of like rave reviews about it too. So it just, I think it's oh. a really good sign as well. So yeah, we'll see. But that will, I think, sadly bring us to the. Although, wait, I feel like I've talked. Did I forget anything else you've been playing, man? 
Did no, I step over you? Like, like no, Elden, Elden Ring's been consuming, like, you know, <laughs> in between, like, you okay. know, talking off of work, Elden, Elden Ring's been doing a lot. Uh, do, 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 do we want to talk about the train wreck that is the Johnny Depp trial? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I punched out when, <laughs> when she admitted to actually shitting the bed. Oh, That's what I realized. Goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Like I don't, I usually don't follow celebrity stuff, but this has been, it's been, it's been like a guilty pleasure watching this whole thing, you know, cause you know, cause uh, you, you watch the live trials and I'm like, wow, this is some, this is the bullshit. Literally. I, I have to laugh so hard. Like, like, okay. Nick and I are not, <laughs> Nick and I are not pop culture obsessies. And the fact that Nick and other friends of mine that are in life and the streaming community have been <laughs> commenting on this trial. <laughs> like, when the lawyer's like, but did you defecate on the bed? She's like, well, well yeah, but... And I'm like, all right. Objection, her uh, <laughs> heresy. Done. Heresy, no. You know, being a morning uh -oh. ago. Yeah, I finally convinced him. I'm like, if you're not better by Friday, will you please go get that fucking looked at? So he agreed, you know, if he's still hurting Friday, he'll drive to the ER. This is the kind of guy my dad is. And, but we were out there talking, and I'm like, you know, like, I'm tucking the girls in the bed right now. He goes, what time is it? I'm like, it must be nice to be fucking retired. <laughs> <laughs> The dad, it's 7.30. He goes, ah, oh, son of a bitch. I was sitting home playing on, or watching TV, and I had the heating pad on my back, and I must have dozed off. I'm like, yeah, you must have. <laughs> I have to bust his balls, because he, like, Nick. Nick's known me since college days. My dad was one to bust my ass if I slept in past 10 o'clock. Like, mm -hmm. oh, what's up, lazy guy? Oh, did you have a late night? <laughs> so, my dad gets up every day around 11 in his retired life, and I'm like, oh, what's up, party hard piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, but it's it's been nice in that regard. And, um, but yeah, I've I've just been playing a ton of games, and uh, eagerly awaiting the next Star Trek episode. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, 
I think that will conclude the episode. Nick, make sure you wrote down the checkout. What was it? V Rising. V Rising. I got it right here. Yeah, yeah. Check that out. It's going to be an interesting action RPG with a cool couple of twists. Oh, and then fucking Co Carnage, who I really need to stop watching because he's horrible for my wallet. Uh, I've been checking out Keplerth. Yeah, Keplerth. Like Kepler and Earth mixed. Right. Which is a mix of RimWorld and Terraria. Mm. Very interesting. Oh, and I played the shit out of RimWorld over the past month. I that game's just awesome. You played that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's very. It's, it's one of those like you know super. I say chill. I mean, obviously there's there's some combat in oh. I guess, but there yeah, those raids are a bitch if you have it on the right difficulty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, it's like one of those chill builder games, you know. Possibly one of the best modding communities I've ever seen too. Amazing mods for that game. If you haven't dove into that, Nick, like, like playing RimWorld, you're 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 dabbling in crack. You hit that mod scene, you're going straight to heroin. Oh no! It's that community is is wild. The amount of stuff they've added to that game or, or modded to that game mm-hmm. is wow. <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> It's beyond epic. Like I've never seen a modding community like that. Just click on workshop and I'll catch you in a week. Uh, <laughs> but all right. All that in mind. Yes, it's been a while, folks. It's great to be back. Um I'm uh planning again. Uh as long as family can stay alive on me. <laughs> I hate to sound so droll. But no, um I'm planning to get back to this regularly, at least bi weekly. Uh, it's been really great to hang out and chill and talk with you Nick it feels like it has been forever um but uh yeah this will wrap up episode 88 uh Nick thank you for the PAX recap that was Mm -hmm. definitely fun I'm glad I don't feel like I missed too much maybe you're just being nice to me no like (laughs) like, I would say like you know I, I say it was great to get out like yeah this is my first event in in Two years, really. I mean, really, yeah. since, uh, since I think PAX 2020 was our last uh, since we went. Last yeah. hurrah. Um, so it, it was nice. To, you know, it was nice to get out and do that. But um, yeah, like you, you really didn't miss that much at PAX. Yeah, and and uh, but, I, but I, I'd say like, you know, I would think by next year. Uh, yeah, hey, I'll be that'll, there. That'll be that'll be one to that under five. That under five vaccine. Yeah, I would say that under five vaccine better fucking be there by then. Yeah, no, right. like if, yeah, it's not by then. Come on, I mean, oh, well, she'll be turning five within a year and a half. So, oh well, there you go. <laughs> one of two will happen <laughs> one of first. Two will happen. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, other than that, folks, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, it's great to be back. Um, check out Soundfall, Nick. I don't know how that would work in the streaming situation or how they're handling that because it's like it's music, music. Like yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, yeah. If it's DMCA. Yeah, maybe a no stream. But uh, oh my god, if you want something fun to just chillax and play tonight, ooh, mm-hmm. god, is that a good one? Um, but other than that, folks, uh, great to hear from everybody. Thank you. Uh, I want to say very, very much so. Thank you to everybody, uh, friends family uh, my podcasting friends family community that also reached out you know when uh, folks started about my mom passing away um i just really appreciate everyone that that's reached out to check on me check on the family um it just shows that like we've made some really good friends in the few years that we've done this and um i really appreciate it and i just wanted to say thank you to all of you uh, i hope all of you are doing well and uh, playing a bunch of games and uh, also as well everybody listening to the show 
Um, there's so much good stuff coming. I know it's a crazy, crazy world right now, but at least we have some great games to look forward to and play and enjoy. And we have that luxury, unlike many in this world at the moment. So enjoy that. Enjoy the peace of that. Have fun together. Play games. And don't be dicks. Peace. See ya. Greg Lee Podcast. <laughs>